if if you if you would like if you would like all right hello norwegian And I'm Harry. And this is A for Effort. The show where we each bring three words or terms or phrases related to a single theme each. I've said each twice, but I want to underline it. Uh, And then the other person uh, guesses them. Exciting announcement. We have started an Instagram page. We're on at A for Effort Cast, which is A F O R E F F O R T C A S T. We'll link it in the, in the show it's notes. It's as it sounds. <laughs> and we'll link it in the show notes. Uh, and uh, Or you could just look it up in the Instagram app on desktop or mobile. Go with what you feel. Content for Instagram will be made by our new graphic design team member, Marielle Wall. We are very excited to have them on board. They join a very large and enthusiastic graphic design team (laughs) that we employ. (laughs) 401k. Yeah, there's benefits. They got a ping pong table. (laughs) They work in a WeWork. It's all, it's really above board and in existence. So we're very happy for them. Yeah. So hello to Marielle. Welcome to the team. We're very excited to have them on board. Great. That's the announcement. Last week, I don't remember who went first, so I'll just do my terms first. You know what? You you know, lean in. (laughs) This week is sponsored by Leaning In. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. Very excited to have our first sponsor, Lean In. (laughs) Just the concept of leaning in. (laughs) Hey. Do you ever need to grab something off the counter, but you're, <laughs> there's a stool in the way, so you can't get close enough to yeah. just pick I, it right up? I, I, I have that all the time. Oh, it's, okay. Sorry. It's, what should I do? <laughs> this is a really good call and response ad. Yeah. <laughs> you started uh, responding and yeah. I just interrupted mm, you. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that problem. Well, lean in. Oh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> my theme this week is questionnaire development. My first term is double-barreled question. Mm. It, that's a, that's two questions in a row. It's a question that is two questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like it's, um, first, do you want to do this, and second, if so, would you do that kind of thing. I guess that maybe that could be, but it's not usually sequential like that oh it's, it's just when you try to assess two things in one question oh, so okay. if you were like please rate on a scale from one to ten how much you dislike tacos and mosquitoes and it's like well, well it's so hard to get do? a gauge do, of how two people... ratings no you just give one rating but it's bad form to have right. double barreled questions because then it's difficult to assess what people mean with their answer like yes, if i that, say yeah that flummoxed I, me i dislike tacos and mosquitoes 10 out of 10 <laughs> first of all the fact that i wrote dislike first of all what is this <laughs> survey it... <laughs> who <laughs> what is it's a what survey is the lobby for... group <laughs> it's a survey for a taco restaurant that's trying to decide whether it wants an outdoor patio or not <laughs> mm, it sounds to me like a mexican restaurant that's thinking about implementing insect cuisine <laughs> yeah. like also that 
to be served on the outdoor patio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, right, 10 out of 10, how much do you like tacos, dislike flies, and would or would not want to come to our outdoor patio? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a triple-barreled um, question. Yeah, I agreed. Okay, great. Well, that was the answer to that one. We're really barreling through. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving on. My next term is restriction of range. Going off or basing my answer off the last term, would it be restricting the range of answers? Yes or no? One to ten? Yes, no, maybe? Very much, not very much, a little bit, etc.? No, you have an established scale already. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you restrict answers in that way with one to ten, but then within the established scale, you would, mm-hmm. you would experience restriction of range if the question is not developed well. In an example of restriction of range, you've already provided a scale necessarily? Yes. So you'd say, I'm giving you 1 to 10, but preferably answer between 5 and 10? No. Um, where, oh, is it like where 1 is this and where 10 is this? No. It's not something that you tell people to do. It just happens, and it's it would happen because you Oh, oh, you, when you yeah. provide like a 1 to 10, people necessarily don't go for the extremes? Is that it? No. Think about what range means. Range is domain and range. Is this what, that what we're talking about? Yes. Oh, so we're talking like as a on a, on a graph? No, but domain and range are like math mm-hmm. terms, and I'm I'm basically just saying, yeah, like think about mathematical range. Mathematical range is like spread. I just I, I don't know. I really I can't. I I that's my it's I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. Like um, I can stutter for as long as you want. <laughs> okay, so restriction of range is when mm. you have a scale. Let's say it's from one to ten, but then because okay. of the way that your question is worded, people only answer within a very small part of the scale. So like everybody answers five or six, even though there are ten options, everybody's picking five or six. And so the reason I was saying range is like spread. Mm-hmm. Range is the spread of available options, right? So, like, this scale ranges from 1 to 10, but then yeah. you have this restriction where people are only answering, they're not making use of the full scale. Right. So, if I give, I'll give an example. Yeah, give me an example of a question that would do that. Okay, so, if you ask people from a scale of 1 to 5, how much do you agree with the statement, I like my friend? Because they're already established as your friend, you're probably not going to answer 1. Okay, so it's a loaded question such that it creates a limited response. Well, restriction of range is the thing that happens. Like, yeah, the restriction of range isn't the question. Yeah, yeah, the restriction of range is the result. Yeah, exactly. And so the reason it's an issue is because one thing you do with numeric responses is you check correlations and like Mm. also called covariation, right? So I have the amount that you like tacos and the amount that you go to Mexican restaurants. And Mm. I'm like, how much are these correlated? Also called covariation. If you Mm. have a restriction of range and one of the variables isn't even varying on its own, it's Mm. hard to then establish a relationship with another variable because there's like basically, right? So if everybody answers 10 on a questionnaire, it doesn't Mm. matter what they answer on another question. There's like, there isn't going to be a relationship because everybody has the same answer on so one of the So, for example, questions. if you were to ask a group of 10-year-olds, how old are you <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10? Mm-hmm. You're going to get, get a restriction of range there. <laughs> yeah. If you ask 10-year-olds, how old are you, and they all say 10, and then you mm. try to find the relationship between age and height, yes, you're not going to find a relationship because they're all 10. Turns out there's no relationship. <laughs> that's what yeah. we've learned <laughs> yes that's the conclusion there yeah <laughs> okay cool interesting yes 
Okay, great. My third term is anchor. So to anchor something mm-hmm. is to kind of root it, to to stop it from moving around, to stabilize it. Mm-hmm. It would be like providing someone a reference point where be like if you're trying to stabilize someone's reference point. You know what I mean? Like providing a relative example in a question to help them come up with an... Because I imagine a large issue with questionnaireing, especially when asking subjective questions with a kind of numeric answer, Mm -hmm. is that people are going on different points. Like when you're a doctor and you're like, how much does that hurt from one to ten? And someone's like, two, but it really hurts. Someone says seven, but it doesn't hurt that much, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So providing an anchor would be like, this would be a five. No, you're on the right track. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not so much providing a... It's not providing an example. Is it providing like a methodology to answer the question? Sort of. It's It guides the person's answer. Yes. But it's not an example. My hint is that it's an adjective. They're, or they are adjectives. Wait, anchor is an adjective? Anchors are adjectives. Or are they adjectives? Are they adverbs? Are they nouns? Are they gerunds? They're definitely not gerunds. They're sometimes adverbs, but they're I don't they're like little sentences. They're, <laughs> they're not just adjectives. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> thank you for helping me give you a hint. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're all on the same team here. <laughs> and that is the lean in team. <laughs> I just want to take a break here to bring you more content from our sponsor this week, Lean In. Have you ever needed to get a glass from the cupboard, but it's uh, not where you are? Yeah, I have had that happen. Have you, you know you should try is Lean In TM. <laughs> I'm sorry, has it been trademarked since the last ad? Yeah. We record ad spots every couple of months. <laughs> This deal's been uh, many months in the in the making. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's a descriptor. And think oh, about a, if you've ever mm-hmm. filled out a survey. Think about if I've ever when, filled out a survey. Yeah, when I you're have, filling in the when you're filling in the numbers. I'm filling in the numbers, but I filled yeah. out the survey. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important prepositional deviation for getting this definition. Okay, uh, it's not just numbers, usually. (laughs) That's a huge It's not just numbers, usually. (laughs) (laughs) That's a huge hint. (laughs) Good. Um, I don't know. They dis- they they help they help the person to answer the question by more accurately describing what they're asking. I don't know. That's as far as I can get. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's when you have things uh, telling you what different numbers <laughs> mean. So, like, disagree strongly, agree strongly on either end. Of oh the my scale. god, that seems way too simple. I thought. <laughs> I feel like you were close. I find that annoying. (laughs) It's not your fault, obviously. But I I find that very frustrating because I was really trying to think about that. And that's so obvious and easy. (laughs) Uh, What a riot. Oh, well, good. 
I've, I feel like I've learned a lot. Do you? Yeah. Uh, would you say you've learned slightly a lot or <laughs> extremely a lot? <laughs> yeah, like that's that's good questionnaireing because already allotting, <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> Jeez. That's good double-barreled questionnaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, that is the All end. All right. <laughs> of round All one. right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Round two. It's me. Hello. My theme this week is the Pope because um, Cardinal Pell, the Australian cardinal, Mm -hmm. uh, was convicted of terrible things Mm -hmm. and they just uh, made public his conviction and it got me thinking about the Catholic Church. So I look up the Pope. Okay. So my first term is infallibility. Okay. Well, to be fallible is to make mistakes. Yes. Or at least to have the potential to make mistakes. Whereas to yep. be infallible is you don't even have the potential to make mistakes. And so True. my guess is that um, historically I think the Pope is like some <laughs> – I don't really know that much about religion and that's going to become clear, I think. Um, but I think – is the Pope some embodiment, apparently, or, like, is anointed by... In in the doctrine, is the Pope anointed mm. by God? Yes, technically, the Pope is part of what's called the apostolic succession. Okay. Peter, who was one of uh, Jesus' apostles... Yes. ...supposedly founded the Church of Rome, which is what now the Roman Catholic Church now is. Yeah. And therefore, he was technically the first Pope... And okay. so each bishop of Rome, which is what the Pope is, yeah. um, is part of the apostolic succession. So he is technically one of Jesus' apostles. All right. So my, my, my guess is that infallibility is the principle that the Pope just can't make mistakes, question mark, and that like all the decrees of the Pope are perfect. Yes, yeah. that is true. Yeah. It's, it's official definition Mm -hmm. is that when the pope speaks in a formal capacity on behalf of the church specifically with regard to faith and morality Uh he cannot err he just whatever he says just is the truth yeah to tell you the truth I could, that, that was quite an easy term because I began this as things about the Catholic Church and then uh-huh. I looked at all my terms and they're just about the Pope. <laughs> and I didn't want to say the Catholic Church just as kind of a device to add mystery. Yeah. And then at the end be like, yeah, they're all just about the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm noticing a common sub-theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I was like, it's about world religions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right. Anyway, yes. well, excellent. Good. My second term is interregnum. Mm, okay, interregnum. Is this Latin? Yes. Okay, cool. Do you want me to spell it for you just in case? Can I try just spelling so you know. it? Yes. I-N-T-E-R-E-G-N-U-M. Ooh, you were close. Ah. There was an X in there. Where do you think it goes? No, there's no X. It's two R's. Oh, okay. Interregnum. Hmm, drawing on my Latin. Is inter, in this case, uh, inter, like, between? Yeah. Okay. Inter, and now I just need regnum. Regnum. So, my advice for regnum, if you would like it. Yes, sure. Would be to think of reg. Okay. 
reg could be regular. I mm-hmm. in, I tend it, it could be regulation. Think of kind of old timey words. Okay. Or and even pronounce it reg. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Interreg regent. Mm. Regal. Mm. <laughs> okay. So regal. Uh, if something's regal, then it is, I think, like monarchical between monarchs. <laughs> between and to put that in a pope context, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, maybe back when the Catholic Church had more of a role in state functions and was also relatively widely spread amongst mm. European nations, is interregnum the the process of the pope um mediating arguments disagreements discussions between monarchs love that it's not <laughs> it but i love the answer and i really like the creativity <laughs> it it's uh, just it's more simple okay. and it still goes on Okay. Would you like me to say? Yes. <laughs> okay. The interregnum is the period between uh, the old pope yes. and the new pope. Okay. Yes. Mm, yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> yes. Okay. It is inter two regnums. Yes. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Good. So, that- yes, to summarize, the interregnum <laughs> is the period of time between two popes. When is that when they do the, like, smoke thing? <laughs> yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, okay. Yes. Just to be clear, what I mean by smoke thing, I mean, it's hard for me to be much clearer because I don't know that much about it, but I think it's like when they all the cardinals high. gather and then are choosing a pope and then they either they light a fire when they've chosen or something. No, so there's always um, smoke coming out of the chimney. Yes. And when white smoke comes out, it means that they've decided. Okay, cool. All right. The final term of mm-hmm. this round is mm-hmm. scrutineers. Okay, scrutiny is close observation. Scrutineers sounds like people who perform close observation. True. So are they watchdogs who I think it could either it could maybe go one of two ways. One, you have mm-hmm. scrutineers who are uh, devout and who mm-hmm. read very closely into everything that the Pope does in mm-hmm. a religious sense, or you could have more of a like non devout or maybe also just skeptically devout. Mm-hmm. Population of scrutineers who look very closely at everything the Pope does with an aim of holding him to account or criticizing him. Is it so, either of those? <laughs> it is not either of those. Okay. It is related to the interregnum and the smoke. Okay. Is that the name for people who gather in the Vatican while while the new Pope deliberations are going on and are just, like, watching for the smoke to change color? Nope. They are in the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scrutineers. I don't know. I'm not sure. They are the people who count the votes. Oh, okay. Yes, they scrutinize the electoral process. Okay, got it. They're the electoral officers. Exactly. As it were. All right, cool. That is the end of round two. All right. All right. Score time. 
All right, I have your scores ready. Okay, for double-barreled questions, I gave you five out of five. <laughs> wow, thanks. That's nice. <laughs> for restriction of range, I gave you two out of five. That's very fair. And for anchor, I gave you three out of five. Nice. Not the best round for me. <laughs> so that's uh, 10 out of 15 total. For infallibility, I gave you five out of five. For interregnum, I gave you three out of five. <laughs> And for scrutineers, I gave you three out of five. It seems very generous on the grand, latter two. <laughs> I thought you did. You get you showed your work, and it was good. <laughs> okay. You get you got a solid eleven out of fifteen. All right. If you would like to learn more about questionnaire development, my terms came from a textbook called Conducting Research in Social Psychology, Measuring the Weight of Smoke, and I will mm -hmm. link that in the show notes. My terms came from a BBC guide to the Catholic Church, which was very interesting. All right. A for Effort is hosted and produced by me, Murray. And me, Harry. And it's edited by me, Moraine. But not me, Harry. Our engineer is Nick Shoup. Our graphics are by Marielle Wall. Our music is Chop Shop Instrumental by White Flowers, and our logo is by Eights. And if you'd like to get into contact with us, you can send us an email at aforeffortcast at gmail.com or drop us a DM at <laughs> aforeffortcast on Instagram. Heck yeah. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back in two weeks. See you then. Bye. Bye. And so the re the region the region <laughs> the re <laughs>